Hello good people and welcome back. I'm happy to have everyone here and uh, what we're going to talk about in this podcast and this is about boundaries. Uh, many people struggle with this um, whether it's with family, friends, or others and others can be you know co-workers or boss really any associate that you come into contact with um, you know there's a struggle with boundaries. Um, sometimes those struggles begin um, in childhood with, um, you know, not really being taught that you had power, that there's power in how you feel, power in your words, um, power in your actions. Um, and so, you know, you continue that on into your teens and and your adulthood and of course when you become um, married and you become a parent um, and then a grandparent so it continues on as long as um, you don't work on it and even if you do work on things you know you can get better but I think a thing with boundaries is you just find out that it can be difficult depending on what person you're talking to, um, how you see that person. I think um, when you value the opinion um, or um, that person more than your own, um, you know, things get clouded, clouded. And that doesn't mean that they are older or wiser than you sometimes, you know, People have parent, um, people have um, boundary issues, even with their children. And so let's just really get started in that. And the reason I even wanted to start with boundaries, because I was just thinking about the issue that people often have of putting themselves first. And you can't really put yourself first if you don't have boundaries. And I know as a woman, um, as a mother, often as a parent, um, and me, myself, as the oldest, you're not really taught to put yourself first. Um, I'm the oldest, I'm female, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, um, and so I definitely was not taught to put myself first, and I also don't have the personality um and I'm not saying that you have to have this type of you know kind of narcissistic personality to put yourself first but sometimes you know like a selfish person narcissistic person they have no problems with that you know and um so when you're more of a person like I am where I'm a helper personality um which could also stem from um, being a codependent personality, meaning that um, I operate best by being needed and and being able to help someone else, that can get you in trouble. So um, I just want to hone in on that um, 
trying to figure out how to put yourself first, not meaning be selfish, but being self-aware, and um, that means setting some boundaries. Um, A big issue without putting yourself first, and let's go over what is that, putting yourself first. That means that if you have some some business to handle um, or something important to you that needs to get done, um, you might be working on a project, you might have a great idea that you want to complete your thought on, um, you may have scheduled you know, yourself an appointment to get your hair done or had plans on um, you know, going to the movies or doing something for yourself or something that you liked, but someone that you felt um, feelings were more important or priorities were more important than yours comes along and even if you um, maybe had this thing planned for a month or two months and it doesn't even have to be that long but sometimes when you have an issue of boundaries like you literally could have planned something out for two months and a person comes along it could be your parents it could be your spouse your children your best friend Um, maybe your boss and they're like I need you to do this and it's also the presentation and how they uh, bring it to you you know oftentimes when people bring you um, their needs or issues they're kind of amped up you know it can be tears um, there's just a lot of emotion it can be anger and frustration And it gets you in your feelings and you're kind of like, ooh, you know, even though I had this trip to uh, Miami planned out, like they're having this crisis, I can't leave them like this. Or, um, well, you know, they have this test and they really need help with it. And the test is the same day as my flight. And, you know, there's so many things that come up that will derail your plans um, with another person just their things come up and so in your mind you can feel like oh my gosh like this is really serious just by their presentation um but we have to go back to putting yourself first if someone does come to you in that manner usually amped up emotionally um there is going to be a mental battle you have to fight against that and say, I plan this trip, I understand, I will help you in the way that I can help you, you know, maybe, um, you know, I can spend an hour with you if I have that time to complete this task, but what I want you to know overall, and what I've learned is that whatever they need will get done, and it doesn't have to be you that get it, that gets it done, um, It feels like, oh my gosh, the world is crashing down. You're the only one with the answer. You're the only one with the time. You're the only one with the knowledge. Um, And it's just not true. You're probably the first person that they know will put their all into whatever they're asking of you. Um, You're probably the person that they know will drop everything and, and run for them. And that's why they're there with you. Um, But I also find that when you are that first person that's going to drop everything, that's going to hit the ground running for them, um, that's going to put them first, you are also the main person that will suffer from it, point blank, period. 
Um, you're going to miss out on opportunities. Um, you're going to miss out on, you know, growth. Um, and mostly you're going to miss out on respect um, for yourself and respect of that person. Um, maybe overall people can appreciate that you're a great person, but they don't appreciate you enough to say, oh, I'm not going to go to her or to him with this because I know, you know, their time is precious and valuable. No, they're going to bombard you over and over again and not even think about how valuable your time is. They're going to do what they need to do, and after you finish, they may not even say thank you. Or maybe the job that you did for them may not even be good enough. Um, and so with setting boundaries, um, putting yourself first is the number one thing um, that goes hand in hand with boundaries. So, um my first thought is to tell you, do not operate out of an empty bank. I mean, everyone knows if you have $10 in the bank and something costs $45, you're going into the negative. Or if you have $0 in the bank and something costs even $10, you're going into the negative. You don't have it. And as a human being, when you emotionally are not available, like you have 0 in the bank, to give to anyone, not even yourself, but for, you know, for another person, you're going into that empty bank and giving more. You're overdrawing from that bank. And what happens with that? You are, not only are you tired, but you're mentally drained and out of it. Um, many of your goals will not be met because you just cannot function. You cannot properly function because you've given not only everything you had, but above and beyond. So giving, creating boundaries means maybe taking a day off where everyone, your family, your friends, your coworkers, they know, you know, on this day, this is when he or she does this. That's her replenishing of the bank day. Um, you know, they're getting groomed. Um, they're taking walks on the beach. They're maybe doing yoga. They're, you know, that's their writing day. That's their book reading day. You know, just a chill, relaxing day. But people are aware of that, and you're refilling. And um, when I was in... Um, I was in a master's program, and in one of my classes, they talked about this. And a big thing with helper personalities is that you want to help. Like, you love helping people, and it's fabulous. But what they said was, hey, Charlotte, um, what if you think about it like this? If you took that one day... To just replenish yourself and, you know, up your energy, you know, take a shower if you haven't taken a shower, you know, brush your teeth, wash your face, do your hair, put some nice clothes on, go for a walk, um, 
and just, you know, get into yourself, relax, and free, feel rebuilt. Just imagine with all of that energy um, how much you can give to others, you know? So imagine instead of being the Charlotte that is tired, doesn't want to get up, doesn't want to take a shower, doesn't want to get dressed, doesn't want to go anywhere, and then, you know, your kids, your husband, your family are like, hey, you want to go do this? And, you know, you're at maybe a 50% um, max of yourself. You know, you're trying to go through the day. You're trying to do these fun things. But just imagine, you know, being at 80 or 90 or 100%, like the amount of energy people will receive from you, the person that they will receive from you is, you know, well well worth the the time um, that you put into being with yourself and replenishing. So, you know, think about that when you're operating on an empty bank. Think about, hey, if you really want to give back to others, you could give even more if you just kind of took the time to fill your bank. Um, Again, you know, sticking still with those boundaries. But if you have time for yourself um, and you're rebuilding yourself, you are setting a boundary like, hey, this is my special day, this is my special time, my special week. And when you get back, you can be more to others. And I think that's important for a helper personality because you want to be helpful. Um, but you, you have to set some boundaries so that you have something to give. Um, and this is the thing that I found is when you do put others first in non-essential situations. Now, I'm not saying, uh, you know, in the Bible it says the first shall be last and the last shall be first and You know, I think it's important to, you know, give your all to your family and friends and things like that. But what I'm saying is putting people before you with non-essential needs. Oh, they want to go to a store at that time, this exact time when you're getting ready to go to the movies. And, you know, when you have selfish people and they want to do what they want to do, when they want to do it, they will get angry. They will get loud, um, or they may get quiet. I don't. It depends on the way they operate. Um, but you know what you what you get is you show them that you're not important, and you're not even important to yourself. How you feel, what you want, what's important to you is not important to them and you're okay with it not being important to them and you're also showing them that you're not even important enough to yourself that you will set a boundary so really ponder that like do you want people looking at you as oh pushover billy and oh pushover um beth no you know, do I want to be pushed over Charlotte and, oh, she'll drop whatever she's doing. Oh, it doesn't matter that it's 12 o'clock at night. I'm going to call her anyways. 
you know, oh, I just want to go and do this. And yeah, I know she had this plan for this amount of time, but I want to, you know, just bombard her with some non-essential uh, mess. So think about that. Um, and then the other thing that's happening when you don't have boundaries with people is that you're hindering them from their own growth. You know, a lot of times you have people, they may have like financial issues and, you know, they just spend their money on whatever they want the whole month and then their bill comes up um, or something important comes up and they're like, oh, can I borrow $50 or $100 and you always give it to them. They don't have the opportunity to have to figure it out. You know, or say they are supposed to leave at, you know, 2 p.m. And they've been up and doing everything that they want to do. Um, and it's getting closer and closer to the time for them to leave. But they haven't done anything, so they just throw it on you. Hey, I can't do this, I can't do that, I can't pick up my kid, I can't, um, you know, I can't go and pay this bill, or I can't go and do this thing. Can you do it for me instead? It's like, uh, sure, I can do that for you, even though I had 25 other things I had to do for myself. I'll drop those 25, and I'm going to go do your two things that you didn't do, even though you had the time. You're hindering people from growing up. That's kids, that's spouse, that's parents, that's family, that's friends. Everyone has to grow up. And I know I had to. And I mean, shoot, when you have to grow up, like it messes with your mind. Like you can feel your brain moving in there, like like a creature growing in there. Because um, you, you, you have to face yourself. You have to look in the mirror and honestly, sometimes you get to see that person more because you say no to them and they may react a certain way. Sometimes they just jump on to the next person. And if they're like a friend, even if, if they're a family member, sometimes if you don't do something for them, they will go and they'll start clinging to someone else they can kind of push over. And then it can cause you to really have a, um, an aha moment of do I really want this person to be in my life or it's a you know if you're married or maybe it's your kid maybe it's your parent and like you're not going to cut them completely out of your life but you do ask yourself okay maybe I should throw them in a different box they're in a different box they're not a number one priority box because they're just using me and there's no reciprocity in this. There, we're not reciprocating the amount of giving or energy um, towards one another. You know, this is an upside-down relationship. I'm giving 80% and I'm getting 10% back. And I think that all relationships, um, relationships should be equal. And that equal doesn't mean 50-50. That just means that... You know, maybe at this time in life, you can give 80% and maybe they only can give 20 but there's a time where it flips. And if you've been in a relationship, meaning friendship, it's your family, it's your spouse, it's your children. You know, kids are a little different, but over time, things will change and 
Um, I think kids can even give to their parents and help out. You know, they notice you and they like, I don't think kids just get to be unlimitedly uh, selfish. But, um, you know, there comes a time in the relationship that things will flip where, you know, you can't give as much, but and they can give more. And, and that's how it should be. If you go somewhere and, you know, you have the ability to pay the $100 bill for dinner or massages or whatever, you know, maybe a couple of months down the line or a year down the line, your friend has you. And sometimes it doesn't have to be of equal value or monetary value. Like maybe you pay for something that's $100 and they pay for 20 but you know that that 20 meant something to them. Um, that's important to have that, that equality in a relationship and a reciprocity. So, um, again, you know, trying to be the answer for everyone in every case, you're hindering them from their own growth. Another thing you're doing is hindering yourself from your, your own personal growth, that mental growth, that emotional growth, growth and spiritual growth. Sometimes you're hanging on to being a savior for a person, um, but you're not the savior for yourself, and you're hanging on to a bad situation to where you can't grow to your fullest potential because you've been bogged down with uh, with other people's issues that you don't get to maybe finish out school or start that business or um, you know get closer to your spouse, your parents, your kids, because you're so busy in a relationship. Um, It might be a friendship. It might be just um, unhealthy boundaries with your children, with your spouse, whatever it may be. But you don't get to fully grow as a person because you allowed, you know, a relationship or relationships to bog you down and you have no boundaries. Um, So my thoughts are... Um, let's deal with this. How do you deal with boundaries? Um, first thing you have to understand is when you're creating boundaries, there are going to be so many feelings that are going on inside of your body. Um, and I think three things happen. Um, even when you set a small little boundary, it's new. It's like going out to eat by yourself, you know. If you're not that type of person, you're looking around like, everyone's watching me, you know, everyone's wondering what's going on. You know, you made this whole scenario up and no one even cares why you are sitting alone. Um, They may think someone's on their way or you just wanted some you time or they think you're so brave for being alone, but it's, they may not even be paying attention to you. It's all in your head. So the first thing that happens when you start to try to set boundaries is your thoughts are everywhere. Your people pleaser alarm is going off the hook. You want to you want them to be happy, you want them to smile, you want them to want to be with you, you want them to talk to you. Um and every thought in your head is going out, oh, you know, should I really do this? You know, maybe they won't talk to me anymore. Maybe they're going to be mad at me. Maybe this, you know, everything is going off in your mind. The second thing that usually happens, and I'm saying these things because this is what happens to me. Um, and other people I know that, like, try to say 
no, I'm not going to do this. You know, you're trying to stand up to people. Second thing is your stomach is going to start feeling funny. Like, you know, you're feeling like sick. It's like in knots. Um, it, you know, you have body aches. Your neck is hurting. Your head is hurting. You know, just all kind of tension is built up because you don't want to disappoint them. And you don't want to see that sad look or you don't want to feel their fury um, you know, or see their angry eyes looking at you, or, you know, you might have people that slam the door, or they walk out on you, or they may not answer your calls, or your text messages, or your emails, or, you know, they may go as far as to not come to your birthday party, or something you guys already had planned, all because you said no, and it may be no to a very small thing, but again, that tells you who they are, and where you guys are in a relationship, and it shows that you made yourself unimportant to them and to you. And um, it's a new feeling, a new vibe when you start standing up for yourself. So, you know, you go through those pains in your body. And I feel like the last thing that happens is that you kind of feel stuck. Um, you know, you went through, you fought through the thoughts in your head. And you're like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to say no. I'm, I'm not going to go to this um, party tonight, I'm not feeling it, I'm, you know, I'm sick, so I'm going to stay home, and, you know, your head starts to race, and, you know, you see how they're looking at you, so your stomach is hurting, your neck, your back, you know, you have all this tension, and then you kind of feel stuck, and you feel like, you know, you start doubting yourself more, and then you start thinking, well, maybe I should just give in, maybe I should go ahead and do what they want me to do, it's just this time, and, you know, if you do that, then every time will be just this time, and you'll be stuck in that situation. So um, it's okay to have these feelings, to have these thoughts, but you have to remember to push through. So, you know, sometimes, um, in my case, I it's usually I would be, so I was supposed to have gone to something with someone else or, or, you know, for myself. And then it's like, oh, no, I can't go to this or, oh, I'm about to, to leave right now. And um, once I say no to a person, then, you know, I can feel all of the heat from their bodies. Um, or, you know, just, you know, you don't want people to see people sad um, and so for me, if I were supposed to leave, I would just, like, not go. I was like, oh, you know, you get unmotivated to get dressed, to pack if you're going out of town. Um, you know, even sometimes when you go to the event or do whatever you were going to do, you know, like your energy is just zapped and you just don't enjoy yourself anymore because, again, you've allowed another per person's feelings or priorities to override yours and you know now you're not feeling the situation it's almost like I should have just gave in so you have to really think about those things um and you know when you start feeling unmotivated so the good thing is when you do set some boundaries, there's an awesome, awesome outcome, not only for you, but for them. 
And I, I just want to point out four things that I think that each person learns in the situation. Um, you and people learn that people will value you and they'll value your time. So they just won't call you or come to you with nonsense. And they won't call you or come to you with things that they can really handle on their own because they know how valuable you are and how valuable your time is. Um, the other thing is you will begin to look and feel better because you're able to put time into yourself and effort into yourself. Um, and so that really translates to, you know, what your skin and your hair looks like, what your body feels like, um, mentally how you feel, um, and you're able just to express yourself in a refreshing way. Um, the other thing is, the third thing is, it's easier, it begins to get easier to say no, and you're less likely to do things that are not needed. Um, and, you know, if you are a people pleaser or if you're a person that is non-confrontational, like saying no is so difficult. Um, but I think the more that you practice saying no to things that you really don't want to do, um, it just really is a weight off of your shoulders and um, it gets easier to do. And the last thing, and I think these are not the only things, but the last thing that um, happens with you and for them is that you learn the difference between a need and a want. Um, there are some things that people just want you to do. They want you to go to the store, to this movie, to go and pick up something or someone for them. But it's not a need. Um, a need is dire. A need is, you know, last resort, last option, last opportunity. Um, and it doesn't mean it's the last shirt on the shelf and I have to go and get it from the mall. You know, nothing like that. But, you know, something serious where it's a, a serious need. Um, and so when you set those boundaries, you just start to recognize that maybe you were doing a lot of things that people wanted you to do. And that's why they didn't appreciate it because it's just a want. Like they'll get over it. They'll move on. Um so my challenge to you in closing is try to set a boundary with anyone. That's with a kid, with your spouse, with your parents, with your friend. Even with, you know, sometimes when you have issues with boundaries, it's like with everyone. A person at the store, you know, says something to you and they're like, oh, you have to just wait. You know, sometimes... You know, set a little boundary. Say, no, I'm not going to wait. I'm here on time and blah, blah, blah. There's not really a consequence in saying no to them because you don't know them. You probably won't see them again. Um, and I think that's a simple way to kind of enter into setting boundaries and being able to feel, feel that feeling. And it's not on a personal level. Um, so if you have to start outside of your family, that's fine too. But just start small. And um, I like my daughter. She came up with something when she was like in seventh grade. She would um, bring gum or like a candy. And, you know, when you have gum or you have candy, you have something that other people want. And sometimes they just want it because they want it. Um, 
you know, and they'll ask. And if you're a person that has difficulties with boundaries and saying no, um, you would have all your candy or your gum or whatever it is gone. Um, And so she did that little experiment with taking, you know, a big pack of gum. Obviously, she could share, you know, 30 pieces in there. But she would just say no. And even when it's a person, you know, the most popular person or that person that's really important to you comes up to you, she would just say no. And she went through all of those same feelings of, you know, the thoughts in your head and the feeling in your stomach and and your body and then that feeling of or, you know, the whole, um, you know, last resort of just feeling kind of stuck that moment where you're just like, ugh. You just want to give them everything, and you want to give up on setting that boundary, Um, but she did it, and it's helped her tremendously, and I always encourage her, like, hey, you should really write a little um, book or, you know, have some type of activity on, like, helping people learn to set boundaries and to grow personally, because I think that's a great um, lesson um, and trying to learn boundaries. So, and as you grow and as you have these boundaries and get better with them, you're not going to get perfect because we're human beings and there's certain people that can move us and affect us, you know, on different levels. So it's not about perfection, but you do get better. So... You know, and it's like with cooking. If you're just not a good cook, you're not probably ever going to be a great cook, but you'll be better. You know, the food will be edible. (laughs) So anyways, um, again, guys, um, thank you for listening. And I want to leave you with a poem once again. And this poem is by Judy Lynn. Is short, sweet, and to the point. And it says, Setting boundaries is an action of liberation. While freeing yourself, you also free those with the illusion that their happiness depends on you. Okay, folks. You guys have an awesome, awesome day. And remember, always be honest with yourself and others. Until next time.